everyone, welcome to the Super Soda Bros Podcast, a News Fanatics production. I'm Caleb. And I'm Luke. And we're going to be talking about stuff and things, but most importantly, our top 13 metal songs of all time. I'm excited. Of all time. Underline in bold. As of 2022. For now. <laughs> so, Luke, first of all, what is your favorite candy to munch on? Like, let's say you're you're in the hankering for something sweet and you're like, you know what, I'm gonna grab a blank. Hmm. Well, I don't really grab candy for snacks. So but if there is candy something Reese's or or Reese's or Butterfinger are my top two. Okay. Also both being kind of peanut butter. But those are definitely my top two for Okay, well makes sense. Um, and I asked that question because I had a kind of epiphany last week. It takes a special kind of person to enjoy Reese's peanut butter cups. But I guess more specifically, chocolate peanut butter style candy. And I don't know why I thought this. I was I was sitting on my living room floor. I was watching some YouTube. I don't remember the exact video I was watching. And I was eating little peanut butter cups. And I was thinking to myself, you either really like this or you really don't. Because I know there's a lot of people that don't like peanut butter things. Yeah, I mean, sometimes peanut butter is, like, overused in some products. Like, this peanut butter is pretty much everything nowadays, so I can kind of see that. But when it comes to Reese's, though, like, I'm a huge fan of it, but I'm also very, like, eh, to other, like, peanut butter products. So it kind of just, for me, it varies on what the peanut butter is in for me to really, really like it. And then sometimes it's, like, Reese's or... I used to hate, like, peanut butter, peanut butter cup ice cream. Like, hate it because there's that one time at Blue Chair Mom got, like, 15 gallons of it or something like that that one time years ago. So I hated it so much for such a long time. And then we got it not too long ago, probably a month or two ago. I'm like, oh, this ice cream's pretty good now. Yeah. <laughs> At least I haven't had it in so long. So it really <laughs> it really just does depend on what the peanut butter is. Yeah. For me, Reese's all day long all day every day if you could <laughs> yeah if i if i could i would be probably 300 pounds oh but i mean if you if you want to that comes with a whole bunch of different other lifestyle um like handicap parking oh you could do that anyway yeah true <laughs> 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 never mind <laughs> uh and so it's, it's kind of a kind of a weird way to segue but uh, I want to talk a little bit about VR for a second. And I'm not talking about Facebook. I'm not talking about Metaverse. I'm talking about VR gaming. Um, and I don't remember if you guys do or not, but do you guys own a VR headset? Yes. Uh, Josiah gave me one two years ago, I think. And I used it a lot back when I lived in Connecticut. But up here, I've only used it like twice. Gotcha. Okay. Do you, uh, do you have any games on it? Like, what, what games were on there that you'd like to play? Ooh, well, Rec Room is fun, because it's, like, pretty much a whole bunch of different mini-games. Um, 
kind of like Wii Sports or Wii Resort, which is the only reason. And has, has paintball and laser tag, which are by far the best games in that. It's really fun. Um, a lot of VR chat, that's not really a game. It's kind of just goofing off or whatever. Um, and then there was some, like, cool, like... I don't remember what it was called. But some game where it's kind of, like, mixed between, like, like soccer, but, like, you're, like, in, like, these Tron suits, and you're, like, bouncing around this arena, and you have, like, jets and grappling hooks and stuff, and you, like, you can propel off different objects and grab the ball and then, like, throw it to the enemy goal and stuff. Okay. I, I played it a little bit. It's really fun, but you really have to not get sick, because if you have any kind of, like, nauseousness with VR games, you're not going to be able to handle it at all. Especially that one, because you're, like, flying through the air and stuff, right? And you're looking around like crazy, and you might oh, be, yeah. and you might be like, zooming in a direction and looking, da- like, the opposite. Then, yeah. yeah. And then you have to grapple and then go back and then spin around, and it's, yeah. I think those only games I really played when I had it, because I didn't I didn't buy anything because everything in VR. Mm-hmm. A lot of VR games are kind of expensive, um, so there's a little bit of investment involved. But once you find a game where it's like, okay, this is a, um, this is a iconic game for the system. First example, the best first-person shooter game on at least the Oculus Quest is called Onward. And I want to say it's like 30 bucks or something like that, 30 or $40. Um, but it's a fully immersive, you know, VR first-person shooter game where there's tons of different, like, assault rifles, tons of different pistols, and you can put yourself to the different sandbox environments. It's kind of like Terrorist Hunt in a sense where you have, like, all these enemies spread around the map. And, you know, either you got to kill all of them or survive for a certain period of time, and then you got to, like, run to a chopper. Um, and it's, like, super realistic because you got to, like, whenever you aim down, aim down the scopes, um, if you have, like, a red, red dot sight, you have to line up the red dot sight perfectly. Otherwise, like, you can't see mm. exactly where you're aiming. Um, and obviously, like, all the reloading and grenading is perfectly se- seamless. Um, so if you're looking for kind of action game, that one's really good. But my all-time favorite game is The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. Dude, let me t- I played that game for probably ten minutes. It's really good. It's so good. Like, when I first got it, I booted up the tutorial and it teaches you all the basic stuff. Like, if a zombie grabs you, you move your arms up to, like, shake them off. And then, uh, then you have to stab zombies in the head with a knife. And you have to, like, uh, you, you, you aren't supposed to have lots of, like, little quick movements to kill them. It has to be, like, a big range of movement as if you're, like, you're actually, like, stabbing them in the head. And then there's, like, a little bit of give as you pull the knife back out. And that's just a tutorial. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I was playing the other day, and I had to get this, uh, this sheet of intelligence from a house, but the house was guarded by this gang. And you could either fight your way through the front door, but you had to take on, like, seven people with guns. Or you could sneak around the back, but you had to, like, go under a trap and find your way into the house through, like, a window or something. So I did the sneaky way. So I ducked through this trap, and when I got to the back door, it was all boarded up. There was planks all the way across it. And you can't get through unless you have some kind of, like, blunt object to force your way through. Thankfully, I had an axe, so I chopped my way through... And most of the stuff in the game is interactable. So, like, you chop away the boards and they fall to the ground. And you can, like, pick the boards up. I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. You can kind of, like, bash people over the head with it. 
And so, mm-hmm. and so, like, I'm sneaking through the house and I try to be quiet because there's enemies in the house as well. And so I, I, I get to the front door somehow and there's a guard standing, you know, fa- facing outside through the door, you know, facing away from me. And I look at the board in my hand and it's heavy, so you have to have two hands holding onto it. And I, I'm, like, looking at it. Well, the board was covering the door. In order for the board to cover it, it has to be nailed. Oh, there's nails sticking through it? Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so I look, and there's a nail in the end. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is what we're doing. So I crouch, and I sneak up behind the guy. And I'm right behind him, and I stand up, and I go, right in his head. And instead of just letting him fall, I, I still have the board in his head. I drag him inside with me behind a wall. <laughs> and I gently set him down so he doesn't make a sound. Bye. And, and then I, I grab his head and I tear the board out of his skull. Jeez. And that's one con- contextual encounter in the entire game. Jeez. Wow. So good. <laughs> So it's like fun and also satisfying at the same time. It's also freaking scary because if you like run, oh, out, yeah. if you run out of stamina or you get wounded, your vision narrows, so you can't really see as much. You kind of gotta like focus a lot more. Um, and I'm not, I'm not too far in the game, um, so it's basically just beginner type missions. Mm-hmm. But even if you just want to, you know, be in a sandbox and just kill zombies for fun, you can just do that and take on a horde of them. But yeah, I would. De- I, I, yeah, I definitely want to get back into playing VR stuff. I think it. I think it's up here, um, because I haven't played since probably October. Mm-hmm. So it's been quite a while. Um, but I want to definitely want to play stuff again and just immerse myself in that world. Back when I used to play, I'm like, this is so cool. I want to get like sucked into it for like over an hour and just be like doing the random stuff. Yeah. So, but you also got to take a lot of breaks because, one, you can get nauseous because of motion sickness. But also, because you're moving around and stuff like that and crouching, you're building up a sweat, so you might get hot. And you... and then also the headset's, like, two pounds, so your face is, like, Bleh. Yeah, and, like, there's all this sweat that builds up around your eyes, so you got to, like, clean it constantly and just air yourself out. Um, yep. But the whole time is definitely worth it. And, like, same thing with you. I haven't played since early October, so I just now got back into it. Mm-hmm. Um but yes, Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners, definitely like 10 out of 10 game for VR. Um, hmm. uh, and also, I want to talk to you a little bit about soda. So I know we're getting into a lot of, you know, unhealthy junk food type territory. But at the same time that I had this epiphany about Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, I realized that Bark's Root Beer might be the best soda ever made. Dr. Pepper. Con- it was, it's it's a controversial opinion, but so how do you end the Discord call again? I'm trying to see if I can leave this. Uh, sir, you're stepping into some territory that will get you a uh, writing out of our parenting. Well, it's it's the big red button down there, so feel free to leave at any time. <laughs> I dare you, do it, do it. <laughs> No, you didn't leave the call. You just turned off your camera, you coward. Sir. Oh my. Sir, if you say that, that, that Bark, okay, don't get me wrong. Bark's is by far the best root beer. And that the best soda of all time? 
I mean, it's dang good. It's my second favorite soda, but it doesn't beat Dr. Pepper. It can't be. Dr. I'm, I'm coming out of the other side. I think Dr. Pepper is also an entirely acceptable soda. One might say it's great. I don't think it takes the cake. Wow. But, but, cause like, think about it. Cause like, think about it. Bar's root beer. It's so satisfying. It is. It's got a nice bite to it. It's got like this cool, refreshing sweetness to it. It's not just like corn syrup and corn syrup. It has like a profile taste to it that has a start and a finish. Same thing with like, with like, like Dr. Pepper or even I would say just Coca Cola in general, even though I don't drink Coca Cola. But it has that refreshing start to finish where it kind of like has like multi flavor all the way through. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Not as much as fruit food, but like a soda goes. Usually soda is very one dimensional. I see where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah. But I will say it is the second. Poo, number two soda. Number two. Oh, okay, okay. Number one. That's understandable. That's understandable. Very close number two. Some might say one point five. I I would put I would put it up there at number one personally, but Personally, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fair enough. I just thought, you know, I'd bring it up, and maybe you agreed with me, maybe you didn't. But to an extent, if Dr. Pepper wasn't around, definitely number one. Well, that's by definition what a number two soda is. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So, for me, it's number two. Fair enough. We have a sponsor this week. Now, this is something that everybody wants regardless of if they make a conscious decision or not to want it this is something that affects young old rich poor human non-human everybody there is none except a handful of people in the entire universe that want this everybody except for a handful want this and those handful of people are extremely uh, strong willpowered they're extremely powerful in general so this product that is sponsoring us because it is going to take the world over by storm this is something that nobody can ignore because of its power so therefore we must sponsor it in order so that we can continue with it as it conquers the globe we're talking about the one ring, the one ring to rule them all, one ring to, to bind them and in the all in the darkness bind them. What? This is my invisible golem pop figurine. Where'd you find that? Side by side with Mr. Frodo Baggins. What? And uh, they're actually here on my desk, flanked on either side by my book cape, book, um, book holder. holder thingies. But they're just just for decoration. Mm. But yeah, the One Ring is our sponsor mm. for this week. And you know it's got a lot of money and power because it's a ring and it's gold. Like, come on, man. Can't beat that. Can't beat that. So, thank you, The One Ring, for sponsoring us. We will be sure to Remember you, you always. Yeah. Yep. Remember you always, yeah. You can take control of us and use us to fulfill your 
dark wishes in order to get back to your master. All right, let's get into the main event of the show. We're talking about the top... Oh, hey, a, a Duff a duff figurine. Is that Hell yeah. It's Duff Man. Duff, oh, yeah, Duff Man. Oh, That's all good. I got I got some uh I got some Westworld pop figures up there, but they're kind of they're kind of uh, you know they got stuff on top of them. I have three or two, and then Christine has like seven. Ah, yeah. they're expensive. Only- they're expensive. Yeah, they're super, super expensive. Because we got um he's he's behind Chewbacca on the table. It's uh, Jake the dog from Adventure Time with headphones. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, fifteen bucks, whatever. The first generation of Adventure Time pop figures that came out are now three hundred dollars each off eBay. Yikes! What year was that? Do you know? What was year two? It was pretty old. Oh, uh, okay. They're close to. They're probably the second release or so, so they're probably like six years old. Okay. Jeez, that's crazy. Super expensive for the old one. All right, let's get into what we're gonna do. The top thirteen metal songs for each of us uh, of all time up until this current point. Now, stuff might get added to this list. Some stuff might get removed from this list in the future. But as of right now, uh, March 21st, 2022, this is our definitive list. Yeah, this is my disclaimer for this. Um, One disclaimer is that there would be a lot of different other songs on this list. But you said that we can't have more than, like, two from the same artist. So... There would be different ones on here, and it would primarily be probably five bands because of their, their their style of metal music is my favorite style of metal music. Yeah. But since had only two songs from bands we can you know keep keep some mixture going on. I'm like, okay, fine. So technically, this isn't the best thirteen songs, but it's the most all around best. Yeah, I, I have a, a couple of repeats for some artists, but I think that... Yeah, I, do I do, too. Yeah, it, it, each, four. each of these songs definitely deserve their place in this list. And when I was going through my catalog, I thought, you know what? I, if I thought really, really, really hard for weeks upon weeks, there would probably be some more songs in here, and I would take, yeah. I would take some songs out. But... I was like, you know what? This is the list. This is the definitive list. And I don't want to fight tooth and nail over... <laughs> no pun intended, because that's a record, yeah. record company. Um, I don't I don't want to fight over over the, the placements. Um, so do you want to go first with your number 13? Um, sure, but right before we start... All right, Luke, number 13. Let's go. Burger King Foot Lettuce. Can I get the number 13? <laughs> all right, all right, oh, I have to pull up my list. But it's... All right, so my number 13. All right. <clears throat> We're not going to do any guessing until the probably the last two. So okay. We well, yeah, last two we can guess. All right. So my number 13 is Dr. Trevardo Part 3 by Attack. Interesting choice. I like it. I was uh, literally listening to the album the other day, and I listened to the four songs we know by them. And when this one came on, I'm like, this one has such like a much more. I personally really like the flow of it because it's very electronic metal slash emo metal kind of, but still very heavy in a lot of it. 
but I feel like the just the background of it, where we found out about it with our cousins and stuff down in Virginia and the memories we've had with them. I feel like this song just hits different for me. So when I heard it again, because I used to listen to it a bunch last year, but I haven't heard it for like a couple months. So when I played it back, I'm like, oh, this song is this song is so good. Yeah. That the whole that, that whole like sticks um was it stick stickly no someday came suddenly the whole someday yeah. came suddenly album is really really good yeah but that's my uh, number thirteen and their new album they just released is also very very correct I've been listening to that one a lot me too that's too. my number that's my thirteen is Doctor Shamar a very solid choice um, Tech Attack is um, incredible uh, in the same vein as you my number thirteen comes from a place where we had we were beginning to be introduced to hardcore metal not just like the classic metal of the 80s not just like you know the the emo metal from the mid 2000s this was like hardcore yeah we need to go dark and evil hold on where's mine there we go we need we need we need to go back to the roots of what made us love hardcore metal to begin with and it's the same exact cousins on that Virginia trip. My number 13 is Hey John, What's Your Name Again by The Devil Wears Prada. Very good song. Very classic. Very classic. It is heavy the entire way through. Um, to the untrained ear, you can't even understand what they're saying. <laughs> yeah, you need the lyrics. And when we were like teenagers, that's exactly what we wanted. <laughs> Yeah, it was just it's just it's just heavy, like super heavy. Mm-hmm. And Devil Wears Prada, like solid solid band. That's all oh, I'll yeah. say. Um, but yeah, that that's kind of where, at least for for me, that was my roots of hardcore metal. Very solid. Are you move on to number twelve? Number twelve. All right. So technically, this is a um, a two for one. Because it is probably my second favorite song that leads into another song. And the first song, it's more like a, uh, like a, more like, like, like stanzas or quotes. There's no chorus or anything like that. It just kind of like builds up super slowly, has its quick high point, and then fades to the next song. So this is my number 12. Um, it is Deaths of the Soul. Leading into Oblivion by Pitbull King. Oh, I, I've never heard that one. Oh. If we're doing a list for top five metal albums of all time, I found about this album last year. It would be in my top three. Is this the same album where uh, where everything means nothing is on? Yes. Okay. Okay. Same album. So this this I almost had a different song by um by them um, called Shattered Glass. Very good song. Um. But I feel like the how it hits emotionally and the words of this song are way more impactful and way more have just have more meaning and like how it just flows through the entire way of how like almost artistic it is is very very well done. So that's my twelve. That's of our souls leading into a living. Solid. Very good. Very good. Album. Very good song. Uh, my number 12 is f- also from the beginning of our growth of love from metal. Um, also another very hardcore song. It is 94 Hours by As I Lay Dying. Also very good heavy song. 
main, main reason why, well, clearly is the kick drums. Like that, it owns the song, but also, it's just, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Maybe not that hardcore. Maybe a little, a little bit more structured, but yes. <laughs> that same vibe. Um, but yeah, no, just solid song overall, very heavy all the way through. Um, and that was, you know, kind of during the beginning stages of Azalea dying back in the day. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, not much more to say about that. But very good. Yeah. All right. My next one is, well, this was a really tough one. There were probably two or three that I had to choose from this band. Um, but my next one is For the Fallen by For Today. That's a good one. Off their Fight the Silence album. Very emotional. I think it's just like for heavy music. This stuff has really a lot of meaning. But this album it hits on a whole different level. Like it's very like um, strong yet kind of dark. You know, symbols in life and whatnot, and like struggling and all that. Mm-hmm. But this song, so good. And there is a drop like at near the very end where it's like one of the best drops of the song I've ever had. It's just like I can't. For everyone out there listening, for you couple of people, we will be putting these in links in the description if you want to listen to them and see what our songs are. But this one has a really good heavy drop to it. And, just goes. and For Today has a good track record with their albums. Uh, oh, yeah. Just, I don't even think there's a bad album among them. The last one they released was kind of meh. Which had a song that almost took this place, but this one I just liked a little bit more. Gotcha. But very good. Gotcha. Too badly disbanded. R.I.P. Yeah, but you know, they live forever in our hearts. Uh, my number 11 is a standalone song. This was written um, by the band for one of their fellow bandmates who unfortunately passed away. And it's a song called Memories by XXI. Mm. Um, so it's an ode to him and how they remember him. And it's solid from beginning to end. To you, the listener, it might not mean anything. It could just be a good metal song for you to rock out to. But XXI, who does kind of like the back and forth flow between soft vocals and hard lyrics memories mm-hmm. is just hard basically the entire way through for xxi it's my favorite song by them me too i mean clearly it's on the list <laughs> <laughs> that's why <laughs> uh, solid band but definitely a solid song too mm-hmm. and this was like a standalone song too like it wasn't on an album they just put oh. it out there as like their tribute my next song is Okay, my next song is All Consuming Fire by Warpage. An- another hallmark from the beginning of our met- love-, love for metal. I felt like this one had to be in there just because of, I think, like, just it being, like, the War of Ages song. It's the reason it's the War of Ages song, because it's so good. And it was the one that always got the the crowd pumped up at like soul fest and stuff uh-huh like it was always the last song of their of their playlist so when they start singing everyone just went bananas for it oh man 
Remember what? So remember, um, I, I think I can't remember if it was last Christmas or the one right before that. Um, but we were all over at Christine's family's house, and you know, it's a bunch of like random cousins and you know, old, older generations of people there. And there's like Christmas songs going on on the radio, not the radio, but oh, the, the speakers, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, and Christine looks somewhere and she's like, "Hey, Caleb," and I'm like, "What?" And then she clicks the play button and just blasts that song through the whole house, and and like we're both and like, like that. So confused, and we're all, all sober people, and her were just like, doo, 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 doo. and everyone's like, uh, <laughs> what just happened? Is this a satanic household? <laughs> Basically, it seemed but, like that. No, it's fine. They're Christian. They're at Soul Fest. Don't worry about it. Uh, oh, and no also, best thing about War of Ages: the lead singer Leroy Hamp. He's a ginger. He's got many ginger little kids running around, and they're all like tiny and cute. <laughs> But yeah, no, de definitely like the quintessential War of Ages song that I feel like anybody that knows the band came into by listening to that song. Uh, my number 10, uh, it's not a very well-known band, but uh, I personally enjoyed listening to the song on repeat when I was in college. It kind of helped me with uh, my mental health with schoolwork, just relaxing in between classes, and it, it's a small band, so it's something that I could show other people if I wanted to. And the song is "Paradise" by No One Has Seen. I knew that you were gonna put this on your list because you asked me like, "What's the band? What's the name of the band again?" I'm like, I really want to put it on my list too, but I'm like, Caleb, Caleb can have it. Like, yeah. I was really tempted to put it on my last one just because it's a very good band. It's it. <laughs> Because like, I, I totally forgot what the band was called because I'm like, it's not Homestead because that's our friend Brian's band that he used to be in. Um, so I'm like, what's the name of the band? And I couldn't remember the exact name of the song too because I forgot whether it was like a song name or like it was in parentheses. And mm -hmm. I, I haven't listened to it in years so I just blanked on everything that had to do with it. So thankfully you came in and told me otherwise I would have never yeah. found it. So, yeah, quick funny story is that one of my teachers when I went to school for manufacturing his son is actually the lead singer of it so funny enough when there was one day in school where he just said like hey guys want to listen to my son's band i'm like this guy's like a contemporary christian kind of guy whatever he puts it in the speakers in the machine shop plays it and of course everyone being like their 30s and also rock and metalheads everyone's like it's like the song's just playing We're like this is so good and when i first heard it i instantly felt it, it, it's it's amazing and it's a it's a standalone song so it's not on any of their albums it's just kind of like one of their singles um also i want to fact check this before i go on because you might like to hear this let me the one quick thing i want to say is that paradise has almost like the same almost like the same um art and sound as memories kind of to me where it still has that like i don't know i don't know how to explain it really but I feel like the core of memories is like the same kind of core as Paradise to me. It's just has this very it has like a very similar sound to it. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Kind of. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. Yeah, hard to explain, but yeah. So, uh, I did look this up. So they have uh, a new single and an EP that came out this year. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, their single is called constellations which is really really good uh it's um it's their top song by far like it, it goes from constellations which is almost twenty six and a half thousand plays 
And then number two is 3,800. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then they have the, that one. They have an EP called Eternal Lung, which has, I think, yeah, six songs on it. So it's a mini album, basically. But definitely, definitely worth checking out. Very cool. All right, what you got? So my next one... Okay, you're going to probably know, but just because of another song kind of introducing me to another genre of metal a little bit kind of you know having just this as my metal music and then kind of going like the puzzle by Inflame. Ooh, that's that's a classic i went with that one because it was just a classic song there's other songs that they have that i really really like and i saw them in 2019 and it was a very good concert they played a lot of stuff i know but this song just i put it in there just because like i think a lot of these songs that i have a lot of just for nostalgic reasons and kind of like showing me like hey like there's other kinds of metal music let's just let's do a quick little widen the path a little bit yeah a little bit more broaden our taste so overall very good band swedish band they're actually playing in europe right now it's kind of cool um a little bit dangerous um but very good band highly recommend if you like more um, not folk metal for some of their songs, but more has a lot more melody to it. Like classic metal, like yeah, like late, like, like late late '80s, early '90s kind of metal sounding stuff. I was, a little bit, yeah, I was gonna say the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they also have songs that are slow songs, which are really good. They have songs called "Follow Me" and "Stay With Me." Um, very good songs. They have like acoustic guitar and all that stuff. Really good. Like, overall, good hard rock, soft metal, metal, metal band. Very good. Very good. Very good. My number nine is one of the first interactions that we had with this band. Um, and it was in a time in our lives where we were blossoming from our love of metal, where we were listening to everything we could, all these different songs from different arts were coming in. Around the same time that you started listening to The Puzzle, actually. Mm. So all these influences were just coming together in this big old web. Uh, so this song is Catch Myself, Catching Myself by Under Oath. Under Oath has a lot of solid. Not recently. <laughs> it's had. True. <laughs> They're pre, what, 2012? 2013, 2012? Um, Oh, Disambiguation came out in 2010. And then the one, the album right after that, I forget the name of it. Um, I think it's like the sound of static or something like that. I don't know. Forget the name, but yeah, basically that early 2010s was their prime. Um, if you don't count, you know their 2000 era when they were like kind of emo. Kind of. Well, that was just the some of the silent. So emo or new metal. That kind of stuff. Yeah, and Underoath like helped define the sound of metal in the 2000s. And I think Catch Myself, Catching Myself is um, kind of like the end of that where everybody's now catching up to the same sound. And also Under Oath just has a passion for weird sounding um, instruments. Mm-hmm. A lot of weird riffs and stuff like that, but addicting nonetheless. In general, very heavy percussion because they have three percussionists. They have a drummer and then two other drummers who take care of four drums each. Flash. Huge water 
Um, and I am seeing them in May. It is The Devil and I by Slipknot. Yes! Yes! This, this, this song, oh man, I, I just it just popped up on my uh, recommended page on YouTube back in 2015, ages ago. So I only I didn't have too many of these. I'm like, you know, growing up in a Christian household, I'm like, Slipknot means the devil because they look like demons. So did the devil wearing mask and I heard this song and I'm like okay this is way different because it's literally the devil in I it's like your inner darkest person and how it destroys you from the inside so it's literally talking about like you're not it's like not worshipping devils it's literally like hey like I have like bad in me and I need to like live and good. but another one same thing with the puzzle bite and flame kind of like broadening uh, my listening ears to different kinds of metal music and listening to the music sometimes more than I rather just the words but sometimes even just the music itself is like really super well done or professionally well done because like sometimes you have metal songs where music doesn't flow but the lyrics and the music and like the vocals are great sometimes metal songs are the opposite where I'm in a song I'm not saying double time but in general some metal songs have really good production and bass and Guitar. Yeah, that's my next one on my list. And and Slipknot's a staple too. Like if you enjoy that sound, like Slipknot is gonna be one of your top bands. Yeah, it's and what's kind of funny is that um, back when they started back in the late '90s, they were also the leading band for one of the leading bands that really took off the whole genre of new metal, where it's like quick pace and everything. Uh huh. And even Ozzy Osbourne himself said, "Hey, if you need a tenth member, sign me up." And they're like. Whoa, Ozzy Osbourne wants to join us. They should have signed him immediately. I know, but they're like, he's got his old band. He's fine. But he's yeah. like, dang, that would have been cool. And that's more of a respect for the craft, too, because it was like, man, if Ozzy Osbourne came in, he would be running things. And they're like, we got to yeah. gotta let him do his own work and have his own artistic movement. It would be nice for him to come and play with us, but it's like, <laughs> but... he's too big. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do that. Uh, my number eight uh, is just the the best song off of this album, in my opinion. Um, and uh, you know how some songs, in their lyrics, they hide the name of the album? Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is a artist that kind of does that a lot. Um, so I'm just going to say the name. Uh, the name of the song is Majoring in the Minors by August Burns Red. And the, the album name is Found in Faraway Places. And so that, that line is hidden in the lyrics of this yep. song. So it's officially, unofficially the titular track. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah that, that, that song is also my favorite off that album. Yeah, it's just, it's just solid from start to finish. There's no complaints. And the entire album is like loosely based off of like this western cowboy aesthetic literally the guitar solo is western and i love it so much because like when i first heard that song for the first time it started going like acoustic guitar and like you know fiddle what happened like you know western instruments and whatnot and i'm like it's, it's crazy <laughs> like how do they implement this into a metal song and never thought it'd be done and then and then and then it goes from that like western solo right back into metal in like half a second it's and, and they do it it's perfect it's absolutely perfect like they they do a whole bunch of different styles of sound within their different albums. Like they even have metal Christmas albums for gosh sakes, 
and it's amazing. All right. Next one on my list, KB kind of mentioned the album earlier. My favorite song by the Devil Wears Prada is Reptar King of the Ozone. Oh, that's a good one. Such a good one. Because I was on that album, I'm like, oh, this one, this is my song. I like this is my song for Devil Wears Prada. Same, kind of same thing where it's Hey John, What's Your Name Again, where it's just heavy all the way through, and it's just like almost unintelligible lyrics the entire way through but if you if you really listen or if you look through it you can see what they say but one of my favorite things is that like this is one part where it's like like super heavy guitar and then like the drums are going and everything stops and it just goes ping on the cymbal and i'm like the uh, random cymbal is so good i love it the serotonin is flowing through my body yeah it's, it's like ding <laughs> like, i don't know that to me i think that's what made me really love the song just got that little Dude, I was this close from putting that on my list, but I was like, (laughs) I like I could put it in there, but like there's there's like other Devil Wars, there's like Hey John, what's your name again? I'm like I feel like if if I put that song in, it would be too close to number thirteen for my personal list. I'd be like, you can't really have those two songs be back to back. What's really funny is that if you did do a Devil Wars Prada song, if you did do a Devil Wars Prada song, I knew that you would pick Hey John. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it would be close, but I think you would pick that one. 100%. <laughs> yeah, and you guessed right. <laughs> uh, okay, my number seven is off of one of the best EPs of all time. Not even just like metal EPs, but just EPs, period. Uh, huh? I think I know, from, you, I think I know what you're talking you, about. You probably do. Um, and it's, it's from a, a Christian metal band. Uh, you mentioned them before. And every single song is a worship song, but it's metal as F. So this song, this song is From Zion by For Today. Sorry. But honestly, same, best EP of all time. Hands down. Hands hands down. down. 11 out of 10. Yeah. Especially, like... I mean, obviously, there's, like, very strong, like, religious Christian themes to it. But even if you were, like, a metal fan and you listened to it, you would still find something to take out of it. Because the songs sound amazing. And even though even though you may not necessarily, like, believe in Christianity or anything like that, if you know the basics of, like, what Christ means to Christians, these songs will punch you in the face. Literally, From Zion was the one song that almost took for the Fallen. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. ah, dang it! <laughs> yeah, always it would have been there. And and I honestly, I fought for all of those songs. Every single song on that EP, I could oh, yeah. I could justifiably put on my list. But I was like, you know what? I have to pick the best one from that album and put it in my personal yep. favorites. They're all so good. They're all really good. Yeah. If I if I had like a top twenty or top twenty five. Yeah. They would all be in it. Three out of the four of them would be in here, hundred <laughs> percent done. Like it's it's just, that's just how it is. So good. All right, what's your number six? Um, I know you haven't listened to this song, but um, this one kind of I listened to. You also mentioned the band before. Um, this song kind of snuck up on me where I listened to a lot of their music, and I was just kind of just I know I kind of just binged their albums all the way through because I never listened to the whole album all the way through. 
if I listen to this album, um, which this band has many good albums all the way through, but this one, this one song, I really, really like, uh, and it is "My Only Home" by As I Lay Dying. I feel like I feel like I've heard this one, but only only one time in passing. Well, Caleb, if you go to the link in the description, you can hit that link and listen to my song. Oh my gosh, really? I can go right now and I can click down there and I can... I can Press the link! I can go to the link and I can go on Spotify and, and listen to all the songs that we're talking about? Yeah. Who would have known? But yeah. Oops, my microphone bumped my microphone. But yeah. Um, this this one was definitely an easy song to put on the list for me just because I really love the chorus in it so much. Um, obviously, you know, the normal metal part of it is great, but like the, the, the chorus is really soothing and almost like I'm kind of, it kind of just hits home for me honestly my only home but kind of it like I don't know it just I can't really describe it it's just a really, like, really like are, are, you, are you saying it, I it, feel for the song because it kind of connects with me a little bit yeah that's what I was going to say like you feel it within you like I relate to this song yeah, yeah solid uh, my number six is uh, some people would call it their favorite on, on this particular album but me it's just the best all around song on this album it has one of the best first songs on a metal album of all time just of how it yeah I know you know I know you know <laughs> I know you know um, but this is the best song on the album just based off of itself standing alone without having help from a previous track so this song is Collapsing by Demon Hunter. And it is it's it's got a mix of heavy and light vocals as Demon Hunter is wanted to do. Um and that the whole album, you know, the the, the world is a thorn. Whole album super solid, great songs all the way around. Uh but for me personally, this is my favorite one. Yeah, this almost uh this close to being my favorite Demon Hunter song. But I'm gonna get that Okay, okay. Well I we're coming down to it. <laughs> we'll save it. Um my oh, my next favorite song, number what is it? Five. Number five is um off a semi underrated album, although some of the songs sound the same. Um, but my favorite song off this album from this band in general is Beauty and Tragedy by Oxford Thread. That, that, that is a song that I have not listened to as much as I want to, but I recognize that's good. It is... It's another one of those songs where like I just feel with the chorus and stuff as well, and I feel like it's just... I don't know. There's something about the song where like when I listen to Oxford Burns Red, I either listen to Majoring the Minors, Meddler, and this is always my go-to is Beauty and Tragedy. It was tough for me to pick from those three, but I'm like, this is the one I always go to. Like, if I want to listen to, to August Burns Red, I always go That's a good choice. Very good. If you survive this long through the video, thank you. <laughs> thank you for, for trunging with us as uh, as we get through our stuff. Oh, hold on. Let me find us. My number five and my favorite song by this band uh 
number one, has a incredible music video. There's no, like, story or plot line to the music video. It's just kind of, like, raw, chaotic energy where the visuals of the music video help the music out in a very, very big way. I, 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 exactly. Um, and so this song, which, again, is my favorite of the band, is Chaos Theory by War of Ages. I love it, it so I love it so much. I have a t-shirt that is totally modeled after this particular song. Literally, this is like a, such a good song. That album as well is a near perfect album. It is. Um, can I tell you quick? I don't know if I told you, but do you know how I found out about this album coming out and the music video itself? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, back in twenty, I think it was mid two thousand fifteen when the album came out. Or whatever. It came out. Me and mom were actually in the McDonald's in just getting food on the way home from something, probably some, some Boy Scout related thing. And I was just on on YouTube, and this popped up. I'm like, War Vegas has a new song, a new album. I pressed on it and watched it. I'm like, this new album is going to be fire. <laughs> so that's how that's the first time I ever heard Chaos Theory was in a McDonald's eating <laughs> McDouble. Was that was that the same year that when we went to Soulfest they were playing? I think it was the year after they played it, the entire album. Oh, okay. It might, it might have been. I can't remember. Oh, and maybe it was maybe it was 2013. We went and saw them. Yeah, we saw them in 2013. Yeah, and then they released album next year, and then they played the following year. So it's like they were there, they weren't there, and then they were. Yeah, because we saw them multiple multiple times there. I just forgot how the timeline worked out. But yeah, Chaos Theory just super punchy uh, lyrics and and uh, music throughout the entire thing, and it. Well deserves my number five spot. Very, um, very pump up kind of metal song where you can like if you have a group of people that all know it, which is hard to find because it's a small band. But the very like just jumping song, just go ah. I feel like yeah. Go watch the music video for Chaos Theory, and you'll know what we're talking about. Exactly, you'll see why. (laughs) (laughs) All right, number four for you. My number four needs no introduction. It's Lazarus by Exiting the Fall. Yes, dude. If I could see one concert, it would be exiting the fall. <laughs> but they're so small and so irrelevant that they'll never come back together. Because they formed a new band called Valley Heart, and they are pretty good, but they're alternative rock. Which is, which is, you know, if that's your piece of the pie, that's fine. But they're not metal, so they can't make our list. They can't be on the list. I'm, I'm sorry, Kevin, and everyone else. So sad. So sad. But so Lazarus sad. by exiting the fall. They were that underdog band at Soul Fest that came up. They were playing, like, 7th in a row, so they played, like, 2 p.m. Totally, like... I was just like, yeah, Exiting Fall. Okay, cool. A band that I'm going to see heavy metal. Saw them. I'm like, these guys were so good. And they're very much, like... They kind of have that new metal sound to them where they're really quick, quick-paced and kind of, like, fast screaming and stuff. So I would personally categorize them as new metal um, for a lot of their stuff. But this song is the one song that I heard that has a really long intro that built into a very drop. Yeah, kind of drop. And and they ha- and they have like a lot of light vocals. Like traditionally, that band has a lot of light vocals, and then it goes into heavy. Um, but it's the type of heavy guttural sound where you can understand what they're saying if you're a newbie, if you're listening to them in concert, even if in concert where all this noise has happened, you can still understand what they're saying. And uh, when they played at Soulfest, they were like you said, they were a smaller band, so they played on the side stage that not a lot of people went to. So you can, and you, get, you get front row seats, easy, 
Easy. Awesome. awesome. You can arrive. So, you can arrive in the middle of the show, and you could get really good spots. I have. I filmed two songs by them. I wish I just filmed the entire concert because I didn't know they're going to be disbanding the next year. But I have two songs filmed by them on my original iPod, so I'm going to cherish those forever. And they're on our on the YouTube as well. They're, they're on the YouTube, so go check it out. Link in the description bar of the of the press on the bar. Press the tab. Another car studios. It's down. There. Go back like seven years. If if you're watching this on YouTube, it's already down there. If this is on Spotify, then what are you doing? Get over on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, very. I, well, definitely one of my, obviously, one of my favorite songs to this number four. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. football video exactly. game guy. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah, something. Yeah. But goodbye, John Madden. Dude, speaking of which, I got Madden 2022 for free. Well, it's because Nona is a Amazon Prime member, and so they're giving away 2022 for free. I play, I played a little bit of while I was waiting for you, but it's fine. Anyway, sorry, sorry. My number four. Number four metal song of all time. Off of uh, arguably one of their... Actually, probably the best album that they have. Um, the song is called Mammoth by The Devil Wears Prada. Really? Their album, Dead Throne, is... Hands down, oh, their best album. Hands down. Um, and I, I thought about putting their zombie EP on here, like a, a song or two from there, but I was just like, nah, Mammoth is going to blow all of them out of the water anyway. Mammoth, Mammoth is definitely my favorite song off that album as well. It starts like... And it, it's like that one, that and my questions have the same vibe to it. But Mammoth is that song where I can press play in the morning as I'm going to work, or press play on my way home from work, and it gives it's me like, it, it gives me the same boost as an energy drink. Oh yeah, it's something you just wildly flail. <laughs> it's like, I love metal music. Now. I've only seen them once in concert back in 2013, basically near the beginning of uh, our metal experience. But yeah. again, I was kind of, I was a kid, but. And you saw As I Lay Dying. You saw 94 Hours in concert. I did. I did see 94 Hours in concert. I was just like, oh. you, saw, you probably saw their my, their my favorite album by them in concert too. And I'm so bad. My fa- my face was just like, Bleh. because it was, uh, it was, it was the chair. Uh, it was the chariot. That, I mean, the chariot, the band that not, I don't know at all. But it was the chariot, As I Lay Dying, For Today, and The Devil Wears Prada. So good. Like, come on. You can't beat that. No. You you can somehow, somehow beat that lineup, but that is such a good lineup. For for a random showing of bands. Dude, a three for four? Yeah, yeah. You can't beat that. No. And, And it was great. Like the show started at like six p.m. and it went all the way to like midnight for all for all the artists. And then um, me and our friend Bryant, who is in the band Homestead or was in the band Homestead, I went with him and a bunch of his friends. And on the way back, we went to Denny's. <laughs> it was like that classic like 
early 2010s metal experience where we're like, yeah, man, it's like 1 a.m. and we're going to Denny's for some... It's the th throwdown at Denny's. Yeah, that viral video is really, really good. Yeah. But yeah, no, M Mammoth at number four. Um, one of my favorite Devil Wars Prada songs. There's just so many that can take that place. Um, I'll, I'll listen to basically anything Devil Wars Prada, even though they kind of changed their sound in their recent album. It's still solid. I'm just surprised Mammoth got that hype here because I just obviously didn't know what you listened to. After I, I listen to a lot of the, the same old stuff, but... Um, well, I do too, but... There, I, there's a new song that you I don't think you know too much about. There's a new song coming up at number three for me, but I won't say what it is. So I'll let you take number three first. All right. My number three is off uh, another band I mentioned a little bit ago. And I was not a fan of this album because of its techno 90 sound to it. Uh, but after listening to this song and more songs off this album, this song is straight bonsai not so heavy whip your hair every direction give me a, a jumpsuit with a mask this is in parentheses sick s-i-c no joke start to finish insane best heavy drop in a song hands down like this song is just like it's not a long drop at the end but it's just you just you can feel it in your chest even when you're listening it's just you'll get a workout in if you if you if you mosh this song you will get a workout. Gotcha. <laughs> so definitely one that not a lot of people will listen to, but if you can, if you can appreciate what they are as a whole and from start to finish of who who Slipknot is as a band and where they start from, they start at rock bottom with literally nothing. This song changed how they grew. If they did if they did not release this song and surfacing another song. They did not release those two songs, so that probably wouldn't be a band. Interesting. But super good. It's very rare. It's very rare that like a band can pick out a song that defines them and kind of sets them up for success. Because a lot of times it's like a concert or a specific record deal, or maybe you just hit the right target audience. But it was like this song was like if it just wasn't on the album, they would have just been obscure. Literally every comment I see, and even friends I know who've been listening to this since they started, they said they're sick and surfacing were not talking. They listened to her song. They probably wouldn't have listened and didn't appreciate it. So, if there wasn't for those two songs, they could have had their one and done album. Yeah. It probably could have not have been dozens of other bands. Bond. Yeah, and yeah, there are like there have been so many bands that would not take inspiration from them. So we would lose on a lot of greats of the current time. I'm also surprised myself because I started listening to this song probably three years ago. And it's like in my top three, just because I just love them. Well, it's it's so funny you mentioned that. My number three is kind of like that, where it is a very new song for me personally. I only uh, found out this band last year, um, and this is the top song of this band. That Wait, I've song? A band you found last year? Yeah. Do I listen to this band? Um, I think I think I've showed you this song, but you don't listen to them. I don't think. I'll give I'll give you a hint. Um, the band has a female vocalist. Oh, is it um? Shoot, is it Ginger? Mm, or am I thinking of? No. Like the color hair of the person. 
No. No, no, the band name is Ginger. Ginger no. Band, no, but I but I know that band, but no, it's not. I was going to say Pisces by them. That's like really good. Okay. No, 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 no. So uh, the song is Circle With Me by Spirit Box. Never heard you. I, I feel like I've said this to you. Like literally, like it's, and it's an easy top three too. It's by far my favorite song period by a female vocalist. She has incredible range because she does the light vocals and the heavy vocals herself. And probably about, you know, 80 to 85% of the song is just her singing normally, like with the, with the light vocals. But then in that last 25%, it punches you in the throat. Not even the face, but in the throat. I feel like you said this to me like a couple months ago. Yeah, I, I don't, well, I mean, you didn't retain any of it, but you, you gotta listen to it. You got, I mean, the music video is kind of eh, but it kind of helps with the experience. Like, it's kind of like when you're drinking water, when you're digesting food, it kind of helps digest everything and settles everything in place. But if you just listen to the song in general, it's really, really solid. Hmm. But Luke, wow. but Luke, you yourself can click the link in the description to listen to all the songs we've been talking Wait, about. I can, the, I can go into the link. It's that easy. Do I just, how do I do that? Do I scroll down and press on something? Yeah, you scroll down. You click the you click the little read more tab to see the list of things that we have linked down there. there in the description. It's right down there, and you click the little link right there, and it brings you straight to Spotify for the playlist. Wow, it's incredible! Incredible. But, yeah, the Spirit Box is playing with Under Oath at the end of this month in Pittsburgh. Are you going? No. Try, trying to save money for stuff. Well, okay, well, also here's why. I already saw Under Oath. They had a great show. It was right when um, their second newest album came out, which was okay, but is kind of a departure from the Under Oath that we know and love. Poor Under Oath. Yeah, so it kind of... I got my fill of Under Oath. I'm like, okay, they played a ton of classics and some new stuff. I'm good. And the most recent album that Under Oath came out with was just poopy. So I'm like, nah, I'm fine. I'm fine with not spending fifty dollars to see a band that kind of fell out of favor for me. And also, Spirit Box is good. Like, if they have a lot of good other songs, but I, I just don't know them enough to actually, you know, vibe with everything. True. But yeah, Circle with. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, you're paying for a ticket for hopefully they play one song. Yeah, I mean, they're going to play it. I, I think it's their most... I think it's either their fourth or third more, most popular song, because they they got a bunch of other stuff. But for me, it's like, it's a home run. Knock out of the park. <laughs> All right, we're coming down to the top two. So uh, this is my chance to guess what your number two would be. Um, Can, can I have... Okay, so I, I just want to guess the artist, because obviously any give any well, if you yeah, if you get the artist you can then get the song okay um i can give you one hint okay what's the hint i've not mentioned this artist yet ooh wow this is okay you have not mentioned under oath yet you have not but i'm not guessing that i'm not guessing um what's a metal band that luke would not would not put on the list yet this song is this song is your song currently is this this is a song well, that I mean I mean, I mean I mean with like this no not not that but like this band as a whole I love this band but this one song is the one that I will I literally always play 
Mm. My last little hint is that we've been listening to them twice. So, I, I probably didn't even need that last hint because my guess is going to be kind of ballsy because it's not going to be a stereotypical metal song in the modern sense. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm just going to come out and say it. I'm going to say the band. And I'm gonna say the song. You don't even have to tell me if the band is right. I'm just going for it. This is what okay, we do. It's gonna go bum bum. It's gonna go. Ready? It's "To Hell with the Devil" by Striper. No, what? Not at all. Not at. Oh my. Not, what? I, I. Demon Hunter, God Forsaken. Oh. Gosh darn it! I forgot. I thought you had a previous <laughs> Demon Hunter song on. No, I did not. Oh, I'm saving my. the big one. Oh, oh you! You screwed it up, man. I messed it up. Oh my although gosh! I, although I heard "Hell of the Devil" the other day, I'm like, this song introduces the metal of the age of rock. Yeah, 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 dude. Oh man, and like, it's so funny because like for me, like <laughs> for me, God You're collapsing. I'm like, oh, that's my second favorite one. Yeah, well, that, that's what I was going to say. Because, like, no, literally, Collapsing and Godforsaken were fighting for that number six position. But also, like, again, if I put if I put uh, Godforsaken in my list, it would have to kick out a bunch of other songs that deserve to be here. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm sad that I missed out on that. But, <laughs> but yeah, but now, no, 100% agree with you. That is, that is 100% agree. So good. So good. I still want to see them in the concert. But they just don't play. It's been 13 years or whatever since we've been listening to them or something. 10 years? 12. 12 years? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 12 years. Still haven't come to New England. Not even close. Yeah, not even close. Like, maybe... I think Ohio was the closest, and that was a long time. It, it was either that or, or New Jersey, but still, it's like, what, what are we going to do? We're like teenagers. We're not going to be driving down to New Jersey. We don't have cars. We don't have licenses. We can't go see them. Yeah. But I'm still holding out hope that I see them one day. Oh, oh. For a hero. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. That's my number two. So, so you you got to guess what my number two is. Um, right. I'll give you a hint. Um, this song is the best Christian metal song of all time, in my opinion. I can hear you though. So wouldn't that be your number one though? Um, no, because the number one's uh, I well, I mean, kind of. It's kind of by by definition, my number one song isn't by a Christian band, but I'll get to that when we get there. Um, but yeah, number two, number two is my number one Christian metal song. It well, not mine. It's the top, the top Christian metal song. Is it a band that was for a long time, or is it just kind of within the last? Yeah, I mean, we've been listening to them for a fair chunk of time, and I've, I've also mentioned them on this list already. I'm stuck between two, but I'm going to go with Under Oath Running on the Wall. No. What, what's your other one? No, that's what I was going to say. Oh, okay. I thought, I, thought, I thought you said you had, you had two, uh, two rolling around. No. Christian Metal? The Christian metal song. Hmm. What I, band is it? I made a meme about it where, you know, it's it's that, you know, change my mind meme where I said, this song by this band is the best Christian metal song of all time. Change my mind. 
and and I had people were like blah 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 blah. No, it's not. And I had other people were like, yeah, no, yeah, kinda, it is. Um, but the song is "Whitewashed" by August Prince Red. Yeah. Like you got. I mean, yeah. come on. <laughs> like start to finish. For, for a second, I thought you were gonna go with Medler. That that was that was in contention for this list too. Um, but that would have been one, one, two. Yeah, yeah. If I had included that, that would have been three August Burns Red songs. And I'm like, I can't do that. It's too See, much. I had writing on the walls and tip my tongue. Like, there was another song I remember him saying not too long ago that was really, really good. <laughs> but yeah. No, when you said it was also on the list, I'm like, oh, it could be Rundera, maybe. <laughs> yeah, run, walk, white rock. White rock. Right, Rosh. Raggy. <laughs> my <laughs> mom. My mom. <laughs> that song is very good. It's like, yeah, no, my I was all blurry for a second. I don't know why. Um, yeah, no, it's like, like, like I said, start to finish, great song, like powerful instruments, everything like that. Um, just like there's never a slow moment. So mm -hmm. just takes number two for me. And now, now number one for you. Um, I gotta, I gotta take another crack at this because this is kind of. I'll give you. I'll give you. Give you another hint. Yeah. I have mentioned this band on my list as well. Okay. Uh, this band, overall, as the sound, as Luke's sound of metal, vocalist, percussion, guitar, bass, feeling. This band is overall. Well, hold on. I'm looking. I'm looking up the band. I think it is because I think I know what band it is. But I want to. I want to nail the song. Oh yeah, no, I know what it is. It's uh, it's Psychosocial by Slipknot. Oh. No, gosh darn it! <laughs> the Psychosocial by Slipknot is not even in like my top fifteen for Slipknot. Really? It was, so, it was. It was so overused for such a long time. Like, nah, don't feel it anymore. Oh, weird. Wait. Give one more shot. One more shot. Okay. Uh, can I get another hint? Because there's a lot of bands that you mentioned. Um. Cause like, I, cause like, I know, like, I, okay, I okay. know your sound, but I'm just having a hard time narrowing it down. You also mentioned this band as well. <sighs> and you've seen them in concert. Well, I've seen all but one, all, all but two of my bands in concert. Um, is it an under oath song? How okay? Also, I want to complain real quick. How does any under oath song not even make it to your top thirteen? It's it's dangerous business walking out your front door. Almost made it, but then I remember Doctor Chivargo. Ah, yeah, that's that's fair. Dang it! Oh man, um, it's on they my go, list. They have cla like a classic sound of them as well, as far as guitars go. So they have guitar solos. They have really fast, heavy drums, um, deep vocals, yet also normal singing as well. Uh, um, been playing since about since two thousand. And this song was another one of the songs where it got me into another branch of it. another branch. So so I'm, now I'm going between. I'm going between The Devil Wars Prada and Four today. Is it one of those? Neither one of those? I have no idea then. I have no idea. It is 
This song I play literally twice a day at work. It is The Sound of Truth by Asylum Dying. Oh, yeah! Oh, and it's so iconic. We owned an ATV game where that song was on it. Literally, by far, a 12, 12 out of 10. 12 <laughs> out of 10 for me. What about that what about that other song that you said was an eleven out of ten? It beat even that, and that was above perfect. <laughs> yeah, dude, this song though, I listen to it every single day at work, and I just like have to stop what I'm doing, lean back on my desk, and just listen. Like, oh, oh, it's so good. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the same thing with like with God Forsaken that you mentioned, where it's one of those songs that you can listen to over and over again. Doesn't matter what mood you're in, you can sing to it if you want. It's, good. it's just yeah, no. It's yeah. one of those songs where you're listening to it on a CD and you're trying to. It's a random CD, so you're like pressing a song. I don't want to listen to that one, and you land on it, and it's like, yep, I'm listening to this. Yeah, it's like for me, that's that's this song. It just stops everything, stops all the music in this. No, and that that's how my number one is too. Like every single time this song randomly comes through on a playlist, or even with our like family playlist. It comes through. I have to stop and listen to that one. I can't skip it. I have to just listen to the entire thing all the I, way through. The song is the checkpoint song. It's like if it comes on, I'm listening. Yeah. Like, don't stop it. Yeah. If you stop it. I'm like, listen. We have to listen to the song. Even if Maya's in the car and she doesn't like metal. Even if Maya's in the car, we're like, we are listening to it. Give me these uh, four minutes and twenty-one seconds to me. This is mine. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, That's my favorite song. But you're actually kind of close on the time. The time of my number one is four minutes and two seconds. Yeah, it was not bad considering how mo most songs are like three minutes. Um, okay, so so you have to guess. So, um, I mean, the big hint is they're not a Christian band. Wait, we're never Christian, or are they no longer Christian? Well, I think the I gotta say the hint because it, it kind of gives it away, but. Um, this is a band that is not Christian anymore. It's right on the wall. You got it, buddy. Let's go! I knew it like number two. It's not a Christian band. This is probably going to I try not. I, I try not to react when you said that. I was like, oh, he's so close. <laughs> I feel like you're like, well, this band is no longer. I'm like, I know. Exactly. Yeah, it's it like it's it spoiled it. Like I could have given you any. I would be like, yeah, you know, like the song, like it's kind of like a creepy music video, and everything's like there's a lot of weird camera angles, and you yeah. probably would have gotten it from that. But yeah, no, "Writing on the Walls" by Under Oath is hands down the song that if it comes on the playlist, I'm listening to it every single time. And for the longest time, I had no idea what the proper lyrics were because actually, in the first third of the song, Aaron Gillespie, the drummer. He does the light vocals for the band, or he did. Um, his lyrics, it's kind of like his chunk of lyrics, and then Spencer's lyrics, which are the harder screamo ones, his. And then after Spencer's, when Aaron picks up again, it's a continuation from his first line. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like if you cut out either one of them, it would be a proper stanza, but instead it's like cut and paste, cut and paste, cut and paste, cut and paste yeah. for their story individual yeah and so i never knew what the lyrics were for the longest time and then i realized okay well now i know the flow of things and i can actually sing the entire part of one person because also they overlap with each other too so i can only sing one side all the way through if i want to like sound decent yeah i definitely that's funny though because like when i think of like Caleb listening to his middle music i just think of right yeah, <laughs> and that's when like for number two, I'm like, it's it's this is probably his number two up or one. It's got it. 
so that's why it's pretty much yeah, for both. Yeah, because I could have put out a wild card for number one. Like, yeah. I've been like, yeah, it's a... Uh, um, thorn? It's To Hell with the Devil by Striper is my number one. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe our dad's number one, but, you know, not ours. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, like, and that was, in my opinion, their best album, uh, Define the Great Line. It came out in 2006, and it's just... The uh, a boy brushed red in like a black room or something like that. Oh, that something a boy like? a a boy brushed red in black and white. Um, yeah, is that off the other album? Where's that off that album? That is off one of their other albums. I'm gonna look that up real quick for you. Oh yeah, oh, that's off. That's that's the one with with it's dangerous business walking. To the front door. No, and um, it's no, it's not. Uh, no, it's it's actually off of the album. Before Define the Great Line, uh, it's, it's it's off the album They're Only Chasing Safety in 2004. Oh. And it's actually, their, it's actually their number one song at 48 and a half million listens on Spotify because it's an emo classic. Like, even some of my friends I went to school with, and they have, like, an emo playlist. They might not be metal fans. They just like, the, like that pop punk. A Boy Brush Red is on there because it's an emo song. There, yeah, there's also I think that's my favorite album also because it has I'm content with losing. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I think Boy Brush Red, um, Dangerous Business Walking Front Door, and I'm content with losing. I'm content with losing are my top three on their own songs, and they're all off the same album. So. Yeah, I I would I would kind of I would disagree, but I see where you're coming from. Just like our our root beer and Dr Pepper debate. Like I understand that it's good. It's not... you, you froze for like a minute on my screen. Oh re- oh really? I was just like yeah. You went you went like. <laughs> just still like, hello. Could, could, could you still hear me at least? Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't hear anything. Oh, okay. No, I, I was just saying. Um, uh, did you hear the part where I was talking about my college friends had had it on their playlists? Yeah, I heard that. Okay. No, no. I was I was just saying because like it's just like the root beer and Dr Pepper debate that we had, where I see where you're coming from and I agree that they're good songs, but they're not even on the top five. Yeah. But yeah, no, that is our lists for the top metal songs for us personally of all time up until March 21st, 2022. If we think of more, we'll probably do another list or we'll do a different genre. That would be a lot of fun. Or do just overall best albums of all time. It doesn't have to be just metal, it can be just anything. Mm Mm-hmm something like that yeah we'll we discuss can, it and then we'll surprise you we can definitely mix it up like like you said like we can do it between different genres we can pick like the top five songs from one artist which would be very fun to do whether it's metal or not there's a lot of different genres we listen to yeah do like do shorter lists so that we can like tie this into a podcast and add it and not just have it be the podcast yeah i mean and especially like if you have the stamina to make it through this podcast it's a long show this one so buckle down people get yourself a nice cold dr pepper <laughs> no but yeah and it's like and if you're like a long distance trucker for whatever reason you're listening to our show this is the episode for you because it's going to take your entire journey it's the whole thing the whole kitten caboodle the whole thing but yeah i mean 
I mean, this is definitely like a fun segment we can do and it can even like if we do shorter lists we can even have that be supplemental content that we put out you know in between mm-hmm. our regular shows or whatever so it would still technically be bi-weekly but uh, we would just put it on the off week or you know because like because like on the youtube channel right now it's basically just me alone playing games or with you and christine um like playing halo or something like that so we definitely got to figure out different kinds of content and this could be one of them where we just talk about music we like or board games or whatever there's a board game i want to talk about eventually um i forget the name because we just got it but it was your gift to us where it's that little fighting game with like the the legendary mythology people like sherlock holmes versus the invisible man versus dracula or whatever that little board game is a blast like it's one of those things where like you know because maya's not a very big like intricate board game kind of person she's like you know you know checkers or puzzles kind of gal but like because this game has a lot of like rules and stuff but she's like she opens the book and she's like this is sounds so boring i don't want to do this and i'm like no let's let's give it a chance let's kind of let's let's get into it and so she starts reading it aloud and she's like understanding it piece by piece and then once she's done reading the manual we're like okay well let's try it out and then we figured it out as we went along and it's really straightforward but it's a lot of fun. I, def- I definitely want to talk about it. It's a it's a blast. Hmm. The sad thing is that you know I mean I'm kind of spoiling a little bit because uh, you know I would talk about this if we do that in the future. But all the expansions for it are wicked expensive. It's like forty dollars for like two additional figures and like their play cards that come with them. It's okay. it's like Warhammer. Like you pay like sixty dollars for one Warhammer figurine. Yeah, it's like here's the game. It's like ten bucks, but one expansion pack that's gonna cost you. A- hundred eighty five dollars more or less more or less <laughs> but yeah no we'll, we'll we'll probably get into that at a later time i'm really excited but yeah luke it's been a, it's been a big one thank you so much for taking time out of your evening to get on the show and talk about the our love of music especially metal music is good it is unless it's country in which case it's bad unless it's johnny cash true johnny cat i mean Oh, I'm getting a lot of Discord dings. I'm, I'm annoyed about that. Um, no, yeah, jo- Johnny Cash, super solid. Every other country musician... He'll suck a butt. Yeah, exactly. Especially Taylor Swift. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Swifties. Come at us. Come at us. Oh, no. If you're listening to this, either you don't even like country to begin with, or you're married to someone who likes metal. Looking at you, Maya. Come at me. I'll fight you. <laughs> She's like, what? What'd you say about me? She'll probably win. She'll just come for my knee. She'll come for my kneecaps and just go. <laughs> Take me out <laughs> instantly. Uh, but yeah, so uh, this has been another Super Soda Bros podcast. Thank you guys so much for bearing with us listening. If you've made it all the way to the end, we love putting out this content for you guys. And even we love, we love doing this for each other because we get to sit and talk about things we're passionate about, whether it's music or random other goofy stuff. And we just, just hang out. Yeah, we just bond as brothers, and that's what life is all about, you know? And if you like music, that's a bonus. Yeah, and also, if you, if you enjoy the taste of bacon, which is, Luke, you can take it away. Do you smell bacon? <laughs> <laughs> Scene. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha